Yes, it certainly is the Melbourne Storm hour. And as we said, for those looking for US Live for our uh, dose of American sport, you can jump across onto SEN Plus 1377 and have a listen to that through until 8 o'clock. But it's not too late to join the Purple Army. Get any two home games, 2019 membership beanie and access to finals tickets. And you're certainly going to need those for only 60 bucks. Melbourne Storm, our city. Your club, call 1-300-786-767 or go to membership.melbournestorm.com.au. It's a big week for rugby league in a number of different factors, with obviously Cam Smith becoming the first player to reach 400 NRL games. And he did speak today about his commitment looking to extend beyond 2020 for the 36-year-old. And it is obviously Origin Game 3 on Wednesday night, which we'll keep an eye on as well, with he decided to be played in New South Wales. We have got the boys with us in the studio, starting off with you, Cooper, and I guess from... Uh, from from your point of view, sort of how you're feeling uh, coming into a, what is a, a very very big week. Uh, yes, thank you very much for that introduction. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a very big week. We started today with Smithy's 400 lunch and presentation of the jerseys and stuff, and we they were able to um, bring all the AFL players who have played 400 games for their code, and it was a very special week, wasn't it, Shandor? It was a great week. Yes. Cooper, <laughs> having uh, so Kevin Bartlett, Dustin Fletcher, Brent Harvey, and Michael Tuck all uh, all coming down, sort of a bit of a presentation. Yeah, yeah, they came down and they uh, had their two cents about it all. Um, who was the bloke that just kept giving it to um, Smithy? Um, I think it was Tucker. Yeah, no, Fletch, Fletcher. Who's he's played? No, Tucker. Tucker. From, who's from the so, Hawks? So Michael Tuck was yeah, Hawks. Tuck, yeah. Tuck. Yeah. yeah, into him. Tuck, he was Tuck. into him. Yeah. yeah, he was. It was pretty bagging funny. him out, saying he got. <laughs> he's only got through eighteen years of footy because he was hiding from defence. He made. He was into him. <laughs> yeah. If someone was going to get into him, I would have thought it might have been KB. He sort of got that attitude a little bit more. Michael Tuck wasn't noted of ever speaking to too many people, so obviously yeah, come out of his shell a little bit. Yeah, yeah, he was he was already on the beers uh, pre-half presentation, and then um, yeah, he had heaps to say. So I figured he was a bit of a larrikin, but then they told us that um, he didn't really speak. I'd like to make a side note, mate. It's great to have you on today. Uh, we've been carrying Sammy, the intern, for a couple of months now. Yeah, dead weight. Um, mm. Let's 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 throw it back to you, mate. For the Storm fans, mm. who's your favourite Storm player? Uh, my favourite Storm player in the spirit of Don't Cam Four Hundred, I would have gone with oh, that. Come on, but mate. if we're looking all time, I would have gone with another Cooper, unfortunately, in Cronk Prime. John's, thank you very much. Okay, okay, yeah. good to know. Good to know. Well, Robbie Kearns, who was a good friend of our programs, going back even further. If we want to, uh, if we want to go back, the, the man who fell off a horse yep. and, and missed the grand final as a Great result. Bobby but, Kearns, yeah. uh, is he still floating around? I think he's doing a few. Yeah, he still has pieces. a bit to do. He'll definitely yeah. be there on game day. Still um, got his lounge, Kearns, the Kearns lounge. No, he's in the McCafe now. All right. Yeah. Pouring coffees yeah. and uh, throwing stats at half time. So good <laughs> on you, Bobby. Yeah, that probably was... where he's best fitted, I reckon, in the cafe, Kearns. They need to get as far away from the footy Especially as possible. Especially McDonald's. His so. role on game day seemed to be sit around with 50 people, drink as many beers as you can, yeah. keep everyone happy. So. It's fitting. He's, he's been known to roll into Macca's, uh, especially after his <laughs> newfound ownership in the Albion. He tends to end up there mm. at 3 or 4 a.m. <laughs> Macca's very close down the road <laughs> to the South Albion. South Melbourne. They yeah. probably know him personally. Yeah, yeah he uh, just walks in. They just waved to him on the way through. How are you going, Bobby? And away he goes from there. But uh, your 50th on the weekend, obviously good to celebrate a result. A lot of the senior boys missing, of course, but uh, good to, to wrestle it through, 16-14. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a tough game in the end, and St. George definitely came to play. I think that's typical of the Melbourne Storm. Everyone turns up, uh, gives their best effort. But, yeah, I was on 48 games for a bloody uh, five and a half years, I think. So, <laughs> mate, it was good to get the monkey off the back. But it was a really cool... Uh, 
cool way to celebrate my 50th. We had a couple of debutants, which was awesome. So it was uh, pretty emotional, but pretty exciting to play for them. But um, yeah, in the end, it was a tough win, but good to walk away with the two points, especially for those guys. And pretty ordinary conditions too. Yeah, it was raining. It was uh, pretty cold. We got the strong southerly off the beach there. So uh, yeah, it was tough conditions. It sort of changed the way we played footy a little bit. It wasn't as attacking, but um, it was a bit of a grind. But as I said, that's the sort of... Melbourne style of footy, so it suited us, and that's probably why we got away with the win in the end. Do you look at someone like Cam, obviously reaching 400 games, but the other milestone, which was Craig Bellamy winning his 300th game as as coach, and you, you sort of sit there and think, and you look at you know the setbacks that players face, and, and realise just how big an achievement it is to, I mean, on one hand, play 400, but to win 300 games is uh, quite extraordinary. Yeah, their achievement. The they showed the stat today. Smithy and Cam have got. He's um, sorry. Smithy and Bellier. Bellier's got the best um, winning record as yeah, a coach. Seventy-two percent. And Smithy's mm. got the best winning record as a player. So yeah, Smithy's got every record, yeah. I think. Yeah, he's got. As I said today, he's got the uh, record for the most records, old Smithy. So <laughs> well done, Smith. There you go. Yeah. So they can win. They can win those two <laughs> together. Get them. To, they can go to any club. They'll. Win, I'll put it out there. They will win at any club. I think Even they, Gold Coast. <laughs> yeah, well, we're talking about that on the uh, on the lead in. But um, the, the interesting one with Cam Smith, I was sort of listening to his press conference where he spoke about when he first started playing that he preparation was very different. He looked up to Fatty Vorton who'd, you know, swing the leg a couple of times and, and just stretch for a minute or two and then away he goes. And Cam says he still does that. He's, he's not one who's necessarily into the 45-minute stressing session and the massage sessions and all that. Is, that. is that accurate? Is he a guy that could just walk out there and, and not ping a hammy? Yeah, that is true. He's a freak like that. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always – one day I'm sure it'll come out, but there's got to be something going on. There's got to be more of a secret. Like, literally, what you see is what you get. At training, he comes in, rolls in, does his thing, and then goes and kills it on the weekend. But he must have a setup at home or something. Yeah, I, I think he um, sort of gives that cruisy vibe on the outside, but I think there's a lot of, to be playing that well for so long, he's got to be doing something. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. you know, it's a note, well noted that he's minted. I reckon he's got a cryo chamber in the backyard, in the garage. <laughs> I think he's got a whole performance team. Yeah, in his there's backyard. something going on. <laughs> I wonder if sports science, though, is a load of garbage, whether that proves it now that you they hire 50 sports scientists that come in and say, do this, do that, and only run this far, only kick this amount of balls in, in his case, and you get someone like that who just sort of does his thing. Maybe we, maybe we overcomplicate sport too much and... People with science degrees running the show. Yeah, well, that's very true. That old school mentality. I don't think anybody back in that day was doing like some of our greatest players have come from back in that era, and they were there was no sports sides back mm-hmm. then. So let's bring it back. Yeah, he's not your obviously. You look at him and you think, and he'd be the first to say, you don't think, wow, this guy's so athletic, you know, footy player. But at the end of the day, whether it's tactically or just the way he goes about, it, he's just a freak. So. Yeah, there might be a little bit in that. Mm. If you've got a question for the guys, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. You can shoot a text as well, zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. You spoke about your debutants as well in uh, Billy and Tino. Thoughts on on their performance first up? Yeah, I thought it was great. Um, Tino's strong run of the ball, still a young kid. He's you know still in the under twenties, and he's going to have a massive future. But I think for him to come on, he gained a lot of confidence out of that. And the same with Billy. He's uh, He's been chipping away, waiting for his opportunity, and he showed some real class in um, his touches and his defence. Uh, son of Kevin Walters, I'm sure Kevy would have been very proud. Mm, I, in that pregame, the, I was watching it at home, and the pregame up to that game with Gordon Tallis, I don't know if you've seen Gordon Tallis yeah. on Fox Sports, but he was real emo- he's known the Walters for a long time. He was re- got really emotional about it all. And then they flashed to the... Uh, presentation in the sheds where Kevy was presenting Billy with the jersey and it was re- looked I wasn't in there you were in there Shannon you probably mm. give a better insight 
But was that real emotional as well? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Obviously, um, you know, I was I was quite excited at that point. I was I probably was the only one smiling in the room. But <laughs> yeah, he shed tears uh, from Kevy and Billy and. It's one of those things, your debut game is just one that you never forget. And I think it was, it's a real reflection on everything you've been through. So Kevy teared up and so did Billy. And uh, it was a nice moment. And to hear Gordy speak, I think I knew a little bit about their past, but to understand that whole story and uh, see how real it is, you know, it goes a bit beyond football was pretty cool. Mm. On the program, we're going to catch up with uh, Justin Dixon from the club just to explain what uh, the week of CAN 400 will look like for fans that are sort of heading along. Ryan Hoffman will join us to uh, have a chat about State of Origin and also his thoughts on uh, Cam Smith as well. But I guess touching on Origin a a couple of days out, we saw Queensland and what was a very good game win the first match and then obviously neutral territory in Perth, New South Wales dominating game two in terms of the, uh, the balance of things. A lot of people sort of arguing on this program that game two was going to decide the series because obviously if Queensland won, they would have taken it. But New South Wales winning and then flipping it back to, to home advantage puts them in the box seat. Yeah, I think that as well. I, I can't really see us not trying to put the uh, hex on the boys, but I can't really see us really getting beat at the moment. Like playing at ANZ with the team we've got, the talent around the park, uh, Mitchell Pierce coming into the side is probably the form. I think he's the best player, you know, of the season this year. I think he's going to. Now kill you're it. a big fan, mate. Love you, Pierce. <laughs> Child love you, Pierce. Hero. <laughs> I love you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> is there a um, an element looking at Queensland now that, that doesn't have that same level of intimidation factor that it used? To? I mean, obviously, still good players, but we know based on that that great era they had. You look at them now, and it doesn't quite have that same sort of intimidation factor that they once had. I think they. I think there's definitely still got that intimidation factor. I was, I was actually, I was listening to Sam Burgess the other day. He put it really well. He said Queensland play better footy, better state of origin footy than we do. But we've got, but New South Wales have a better side. Mm. They've got more talent around the park. Yeah. And I think at the moment that's definitely true. We got a lot more strike and a lot more, you know, everything. But in terms of a team and a team mentality in state of origin, I think Queensland have got us covered for that at the moment. Yeah, and I think to your point, it's a real um, reflection of the game at the moment. I think those those big forwards and the the rivalries we used to have have sort of been taken away from how the game's played now. It's quite structured and things like shoulder charges, you know, no punches being thrown, all that stuff sort of takes away that spectacle and really focuses on the the football. But at the end of the day, in game one, they out-muscled us. They out-enthused us. They were more aggressive. Um, In game two, we came out and played football. So I think we're going to have to match Queensland aggression. But if we do, we're still just the better footy team, I think, for the Blues. Yeah. Couple of texts here. Anne from Hamilton. Congrats to Christian Welch, who will be playing his 75th NRL whilst debuting in Origin this week. Congrats. Yeah, the big sea cow. He's a fan favourite of the show. Absolutely. Mm. And Renee uh, from Clyde. Just hope the guys thrash the Sharks. I'm kind of expecting them to since it's a milestone. Yeah, the record in milestones and your name added to that list has been quite phenomenal in recent times. Good on you, Renee. Yeah. That's a beautiful good. text. Well, yeah, it, there was a – what was one last year that we lost? It was I think it was Billy's, Billy's th- 300. Yeah, 300 and that hurt a little, but oh, I just can't <laughs> – I don't even want to think about losing this one. Cam's 400 and against the Sharks. Like I was saying to Cooper for the show, the boys will just surely go to another level. So yeah. mate, it would be unreal. I know it's going to be a packed house. I think a lot of people who've had anything to do with Cam over the last like, 17 years are keen to watch it. So hopefully the boys can uh, pull through. Renee now asking you not to jinx it, you especially, yeah, apparently. Well, hey. um, now, as we just, – just on that, for Craig Bellamy, is that a case with a milestone where he doesn't – he won't say too much, he just – 
you guys would know, and it, it, not not a lot has to be said in that regard. You'll, you'll just rise for the occasion. Or will he use it? Will he sort of say, no one's ever done this before. We know what he means for the club. He's been here almost since day one. All of the success he's had at state and international level. Would he use it or does he not have to? Oh, yeah, he definitely uses it. Um, in in motivation and inspiration, of course, uh, the club will do everything they can, but also to drive home that, hey, this is really important to not only Smithy and the club, so we owe it to him to make sure that he gets that win. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely driven pretty hard. Yeah. He's big on for milestone games. He's prides himself on really getting the boys up during the week, making a really big lead up to the game. So on game day, the boys are real motivated to win that game. Absolutely. Uh, a couple of... Text as well. Uh, Renee also following through with what the Walters family has been through. Not surprised. It was an emotional moment for Kev and Billy. Um, a couple of others as well. Um, a big win from the Falcons in the East, including a double to uh, uh, a new signing as well. So I guess uh, thoughts on that? Yeah, I watched the game actually last – I'm at me and um, Shandor are Falcons, but I watched the East Tigers game last night and Solomon Carter – Absolutely destroyed the uh, Capras up there in uh, Rockhampton, Rockhampton Territory, Harry Grant Territory. Mm. But, yeah, he was on fire and uh, definitely a good recruit for the Storm. Yeah, he's he's a little ball of muscle, so he's going to be hard to tackle. I think he'll do good things in Q Cup. He's had a bit of a switch. I know he's playing a bit of Reggie's in um, New South Wales Cup, but it's very physical and I think he's going to do well. And uh, another win for the Falcons. East is still doing well, so hopefully we can keep the run. It's um, It's just nice to see. All grades and all teams doing really well under the Storm banner. Indeed. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. We'll get an early breakaway. We're going to jump into Clubland. Justin Dixon's going to join us to have a chat about preparations for uh, hashtag Cam 400 this week. First NRL play to do that. We spoke a little bit about Kevin Bartlett, Michael Tuck, Dustin Fletcher and Brent Harvey, the four members of the AFL 400 club that ventured down to the other club today. Uh, that next home game against the Sharks, Saturday night. So it's a nine-day turnaround. Cam Smith's 400. Get your tickets now. Special merchandise on sale to celebrate, including, of course, a commemorative jersey. Boom. Certainly is at 18 minutes past seven. And, of course, the next home game is a big one against the Sharks on Saturday night. Cam Smith's 400th game. You can get your tickets now. There will be a special... Uh, merchandise on sale to celebrate, including a commemorative jersey. And we have been told we have five double passes to give away oh, yeah. to that go. game. So if you've got a question for the guys, one three hundred seven three six seven three six five double passes to give away. To see a bit of history, you, you may never see that again. 400 games at uh, NRL level for uh, Cam Smith. So uh, jump on board if you want to ask the guys something. Obviously playing on a Thursday and then obviously getting the, the turnaround. Do you get time off or is it a case that in the weekend you, you try to sort of some level of, of training or recovery and you're still involved at the club or, or do you do actually get a little bit of a break when you're playing on Thursday? No, we do get a break. So uh, after Thursday, we're a good opportunity for boys to get together. We had a few drinks to celebrate the win and then uh, went off back till Ooh. Monday. Yes, very good. Uh, What'd old, you have? What'd you have to drink? Oh, a couple of a couple of beers, mate. <laughs> Knocked down a couple of reds, actually. Put put me to sleep. Classy, mate. Yeah, you're getting to that age now, yeah, eh? Yeah, you know, a couple of, <laughs> couple of Shirazes with mm, the boys. A bit of cheese. Yeah. That's beautiful. The 30-plus club were knocking down a couple of reds. Smithy was there. I, uh, I wish I had a better story to tell, but... Um, yeah, Tell you yeah. what, if anybody out there's got a Cameron Smith story, ring up. We've got five double passes. I just want to hear any dirt on him. Any dirt on Cameron yep, Smith. Absolutely. Or any, any, you know what? Any dirt on any hooker in the NRL. All right? Any hooker. 
Any hooker stories, just give us. It could be a simple case that he was driving out of Amy Park and you let him out and he didn't courtesy wave you. Just something as oh, small as that. Oh, that's probably not going to cut it. No. He's too perfect. That's yeah. a good example of how you're not going to get tickets. Yeah. So I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. But we need dirt. dirt. <laughs> In We've 399 games, dirt. he hasn't had a single scandal. I want some dirt on we, Smithy. We do have a dump button, so, don't, right, but so don't be cautious. But whatever, don't make it up. But uh, but yeah, if, if it's genuine dirt... <laughs> Not a case of uh, who can embellish the other, the biggest no, story in this right, in this right. situation. But um, but I do love a porky. If you want to make it up, make it up. Uh, <laughs> maybe more so at Origin time. Are you guys ones that would if you if you play on a Thursday, do you watch the rest of the uh, the, the weekend's matches, or is it a case of our game's done? I'll take a break. I won't I won't actually allow myself to sort of sit down in front of the TV. I'll just take a, a, a clean slate away from this. Um, in my case, I love watching. I'm a I'm a little footy fan, so even though I'm uh you know still playing there. I do love watching the games and watching the other halves and different teams. So I'll sit there and watch, you know, if it's a good game, I don't want to watch a horrendous game, but if it's a good game, I look forward to it the whole day. I'll sit there and watch it. There we get it, mate. You're a student of the game. Good on <laughs> student you. of the game, mate. I'm a sponge. There we got it. You're trying to aspire to be half. We got it. <laughs> no, I think you generally you switch off from the rest of the games. I like to uh, see if I can watch the game of next week's team. Helps a little bit with preparation and know what you're coming up to for the week, but Generally, it's hard after you've played. Uh, probably a bit different if I'm if I'm not playing NRL. I'm definitely scoping out a few things. But yeah, if you've played, you try and switch off as best you can because we watch so much video of other teams yeah. and stuff anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, I imagine it'd be hard to sort of sit down and watch one from from start to finish. Uh, we were talking about the build up to Saturday night and Cam's 400th game. Justin Dixon is the uh, strategy and operations manager at uh, the Melbourne Storm, talking about what the week. Might look like, and uh, Justin, we thank you very much for uh, joining us on the program. No worries, thanks for having me. Now, uh, in terms of, we, we've spoken a bit about you know merchandise on sale to celebrate uh, commemorative jersey and, and those sorts of things. Can you give us a bit of an insight as to, to what the day will, uh, will the, what the night will look like? Yeah, well, I've been here for eight, nine years now, and um, I must say this is one that I'm thoroughly looking forward to. It's, it's a huge occasion. Um, I think today the the guys are saying there's only 35 odds players who have ever reached 300 games, and you know Smithy going into his uh, 400th along with uh, the, you know the AFL 400 club with Tuck, KB, Fletcher, and Boomer. Um, I think you know speaks volume in the um, what a milestone it is. So uh, you know from our end, we're certainly trying our best to pay tribute to that. So uh, this week, I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. So Billy Slater has his mural down on uh, the edge of on the side of Richmond Station there. So Smithy will start to see his mug uh, getting painted as of today. So that's, um, that's a you know, pretty pretty great thing to happen. Uh, and then for the game itself, um, I think the boys are talking about it before. It's, it's a great grub, grudge match. Uh, we're going to expect about 25,000 people to the game. So a huge turnout. We've, uh, we're opening the gates up a bit early at 5.30 to, to let the large crowds in. Um, Pre-game, we're doing our uh, iconic blackout. So uh, after the boys come off from their warm-up, we turn all the lights out and it's complemented with a, a light show. Uh, we're, we're featuring you know, a couple of legends in JT, Billy Slater, Matt Geyer, Brett Finch and uh, Kevin Walters. So they're going to be all a part of the, the pre-game entertainment. Uh, and then that's followed by both teams actually coming out to form a guard of honour. So uh, obviously the Sharks included in that, which is uh, great to see. And then... Uh, when when the time's right, Smithy will uh, walk through with the family, and all the, the fanfare will happen, and into kickoff. Um, so hopefully we've got yeah strong crowd there, cheering nice and loud for that. And then um, post game, another really uh, cool, unique 
uh, set up. We've got uh, the fans on the field. So uh, Todd Greenberg and Craig, Craig Bellamy will be out there to uh, present Cam with a, a crystal trophy or crystal ball, um, one of a kind. And then surrounding the stage, uh, we're letting all fans onto the ground. Um, so, again, that's, that's something we've never been able to do at Amy Park. Um, and then one step further to that, there'll be an aerial shot of that where um, that will feature in the Herald Sun on the Monday as well as online. So all the fans can jump on the field, um, have a look in the Herald Sun, try and find themselves, but also tag themselves in the in the photo as well. So there's plenty happening. Uh, it's a great experience as well. Yeah, there is a lot happening. That's not a real bad. mouthful there, Juzzy. Not bad. <laughs> Were you reading off a piece of paper there, Juzz? Mate, I do this like the back of my hand. I've, I've done too many of these types of games. So um, just rattling it off as we go. Oh, I noticed that was quite a strong title, uh, Justin Dixon Operations Manager. <laughs> Self-appointed. <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, I've had a few t- title changes over the last couple of years. Mate, we've, uh, we put in a bit of a wish list last week. I will say that we didn't include the blackout, <laughs> which is uh, a great – something that I had in the back of my mind, but it was actually uh, a great addition, so very impressed with that. We were requesting some smithy faces for the crowd. Uh, is that something You've got them too. They are. You've got them, so oh, you, but you we, didn't. Uh, but you didn't mention them. Yeah, that's, no, that, well, that's, I'm, I'm talking big ticket items at the moment, but we can get into the, the nitty gritty if you want. Um, but I, I did hear reports of a few requests coming from from this show, so I thought uh, collectively in the office we should uh, honour at least a few of them. And just to check, is that the uh, 2010 bearded 94 kilo Smithy, or is that the uh, 2019 36 year old Smithy? Well, I'll let the marketing guys uh, answer that next week, but. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it'd be the more glamorous side of him. Yeah, good oh, to wow. hear. Oh, well, mate, I'm I'm ex- I'm excited. It sounds like it's going to be a uh, great event, great spectacle, especially the pregame show. It's going to be awesome. So definitely, as you yeah. said, Digger, definitely urge uh, everyone what to get out there. What did you call him, Digger? Digger. No, you call him Digger. Mate, I give nicknames here. This is our show. <laughs> Honestly, JD. Yeah. JD, yeah. Do you go by JD? Yeah, yeah, anything goes, boys. Yeah, and, wow, okay. Uh, we, we careful saying that. Uh, yeah. quick, <laughs> dump him, dump him, <laughs> dump him now. Um, uh, and any, I guess, for, for those couple of people asking off the text, uh, any reason why there wasn't similar done for Shandor's 50th last week? <laughs> Are they asking well, that? Yeah, <laughs> that awesome. We don't have anything... With great regret, we don't have anything to do with uh, the away games. But maybe if we, uh, if we could have done something, we certainly would have. But, don't you know, lie. in a couple of years... The big fella will be playing his 100th, 200 at the club, so we'll, uh, we'll certainly put a few things into that. Yeah, well, mate, I'll, I'll be happy with a blackout. Um, <laughs> face masks. Keep the, keep the crowd off the field. Uh, but, uh, yeah, some face masks, definitely. That, yeah, be every, everyone will want to send all face masks, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Can we get a body mask as well? <laughs> yeah, that's next on the list. Yeah, well. Um, yeah, but no, as a, as a game, you know, where it's no secret we're one of the leaders in the in the industry, in the game experience. Um, I think we've ranked number one in the last uh, six or seven years. Um, So, you know, to everyone who's thinking about getting, getting there, definitely get along because uh, tickets are selling fast. Um, Similar to Anzac Day, actually, and that's sold out the last couple of years. So, um, and I know you mentioned about the the two-game membership. So, on board, Storm fans. Yeah, that's a great pump up. I know that you've uh, currently got an ad on Seek, yeah. so um, Honestly, mentioning that your number one is going to do really you're well. You're a walking advertiser right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know how it goes. Uh, Justin, thank you very much. Good luck. Uh, already getting some really good feedback off uh, Twitter and, and the SMS from a lot of people making sure they're going to get along to that.
Very good. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, yeah, mate, champion. Justin Dixon joining us there. Yeah, Paul Dixon. in Blackburn is at first cab off the rank, potentially with some uh, Cam Smith dirt. So we've got five double passes to that game to give away. We have been assured this is PG, thankfully. <laughs> uh, Paul, thanks for jumping on. Evening, gents. How are we? Good. I am. Um, look, I just reckon Cam's one of the nicest guys. Like sometimes you come across people in Melbourne, and you know they're a bit stuck up and they're a bit arrogant. But um, most every once a month on a Friday night, I sell um, raffle tickets for a mate trader pub in the eastern suburbs in Melbourne. And uh, I've come across Cam a couple of times there, and he's always there with his family and his three girls and his wife, and he's always happy to buy a ticket, have a chat about the footy. Um, have a chat about what you're up to, and um, uh, every now and again his uh, daughters will draw the raffle prize, and um, he's just a genuinely nice person, and I don't think you can say that about too many very high-level um, sort of sports people in any code um, in Melbourne. Does so, he ever flip the table over or uh, throw beers at the wall no. or anything like that? No, nah, well, look, he, um, I actually he was there about a week after they lost the grand final to Cronulla a couple of years ago, and I said, oh, mate, you cost me last week, mate, and he, uh, he sort of half apologised, and you know. But um, he's just a just a terrifically nice person, and um, you know, obviously very happy for every success he's had. And it's a shame we can't claim him as an actual Victorian because he kind of is, but you know. Well, unfortunately, there was no dirt there, so we can't give you a double pass. <laughs> but what a beautiful story. Honestly, he's going to love that, mate. I hope he's buying more than one raffle ticket. He is on a couple of millions. Yeah, so, uh... let's hope so. <laughs> He always buys more than, you know, the, the, the one ticket. It's usually about 10 or $20 worth. So he's, a, he's certainly a nice bloke and um, very happy for him to get 400 games, that's for sure. Uh, good to hear, mate. You've got yourself a double pass. Yeah, we'll, uh, no, 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 no. That wasn't the rules. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll send you along, Paul. Hold the uh, the line. We'll uh, we'll send you along. You can cheer uh, cheer Cam on uh, in action for uh, for game number four hundred one three hundred seven three six seven three six to join that chat. Uh, you can shoot us a text message zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Still got four of those to give away. We'll get a breakaway. Ryan Hoffman, not all that far away from joining us and. T-Bones, a segment I'm not all that familiar with, but I'm very keen to find out what that's all about a little bit mm. later on in the program. On SEN, this is the Melbourne Storm Hour. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. Yes, it is, and you can grab tickets to the Blockbuster on a Saturday night to jump online and grab those. Or we've still got four double passes to give away. Literally nobody has any dirt. We asked for dirt, and we got a, a very good story, so maybe we have to change it up a little bit. Do we talk about maybe the, the worst game he's ever played or the best game he's ever played or, or something like that? Anything negative. Nothing. <laughs> anything negative on Smithy. Well, do you guys have any, even around the club, just walking around? Does he ever not hold the door open? Just even the simplest little stuff. Nothing. Uh, he's no. a gentleman. Yeah, he's almost. Yeah, he's almost perfect. Yeah, he's got a lot of body hair. Yeah, <laughs> body something. hair. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, you could you could you could have a have a shave or a wax for your four hundredth. Because you, Shannon, you have no body hair. Isn't that no, true? It's not true. As of as of age, we know that you actually can't grow a beard, whether that's genetic or purely no. an age thing. But you know, I remember when I was twelve and I couldn't grow a beard. You're now twenty. There's some concerns around that. Actually. You know, I'm 20 in uh, six days, actually. Wow. Well, six I look days. forward to your birthday segment next week on the Storm Hour. Yeah, well, maybe I just won't come. It'll be a dedication to you. Oh, well. I'll okay. wear a Cooper John's mask. Yeah, well, okay. We'll black, out the, whole, we'll black out the whole building at South Bank. Mm, well, 
Whatever, mate. <laughs> so even on Cam, the fact that he's a, a Queenslander, how does that work inside Clubland? Is it something where you immediately gravitate towards the New South Welshman or it doesn't matter too much at Clublands? Uh, it doesn't matter at all, I think. Around, you mean around the club, like yeah. in the locker room? Yeah. Uh, no. So you can't even find dirt on him. We yeah. have a lot of New Zealand. There's yeah. so much culture in our uh, locker room that everyone's just mixed. We're all mixed in. Yeah, but the Kiwi and Islander boys, they've jumped on Queensland. You know, yeah, I don't they know whether have. that's the eight in a row <laughs> thing, but, you know, trying to convince them to turn around. Fiji, Fiji boys seem to be uh, Blues fans. Yeah, they are. Yeah, but so. yeah, I think the to be honest, I think a lot of the younger blokes just jumped the the younger Islander blokes jumped on Queensland just thinking that Smitty would, you know, talk them up so they could get a, a debut. <laughs> I think it's about a sixty forty split. Okay, well, mate, we were close this year. I reckon it was fifty five forty five this year. Yeah, that's true. We had our, some of the new uh, blokes. We had our uh, wear your kit to training day, but. As I said, disappointing. Mm. Where's Ryan Hoffman? That's what I want. We've got Ryan Hoffman. He's played 265 games at the Melbourne Storm across three stints, 2003 to 10, 12 to 14, and then obviously in 2018-14 time representative of New South Wales at origin level and a six-time Australian representative. We're a couple of days out from origin game three, and he played a heck of a lot of footy with Cam Smith as well. Ryan, thanks for joining us. No worries, boys. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, Ryan. How are we? <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, flat out, we'd like to uh, start. You've been, you've featured heavily on this show since its uh, since its birth a couple of months ago. Uh, whether that's about your appearance or your job or your role at the club, but Tight mate, shirts. We, yeah, we're going to keep it serious early on here, uh, mate. Talk to us about State of Origin. Give us, as as uh, mentioned, you've played a lot of games. Give us your thoughts on the team and the outcome on Wednesday night. Yeah, I think uh, when I was looking at the start of the year, I was thinking New South Wales were a shoe in And then, you know, as the as the build-up went on, I started to get a bit more worried about New South Wales team. And I, I do think they got it wrong in game one. But uh, Freddie certainly got it right in game two. And look, I, I'm really happy to see a bloke like Mitchell Pearce back in there. You know, Pearce, I, I was lucky enough to play in Pearce's debut game back there in uh, 2008. And um, I've seen this progression through all this time, and just that he's a bloke that's been thrown from pillar to post. You know, he got thrown in as an 18, 19 year old against probably the greatest rugby league side ever put on the field, and he, he was given the responsibility of winning those games, and it was too much for for uh, a young bloke to handle at the time. But uh, just, just to see, you know, how he's come sort of the other side of it. Um, this is probably the one thing that that he hasn't achieved in his career. So, look, if he gets the um, you know opportunity, I hopefully hold that shield on uh, Wednesday night. It'll be it will be greatly deserved for him. But uh, look, I, I think it, it, you know now is no better time for uh, PC to, to step up and take his mantle as the Blues uh, premier halfback. Yeah, Hoff, you spoke about um, you spoke about today Smithy's influence that he had in your career, especially around that salary cap time. What can you just uh, to the huge audience that's listening to us right now on SEN Triple One Six, can you tell them uh, about the influence that he had in your career? Oh, look, I mean, Cameron was the first and only bloke I knew when I moved down here. Uh, when I first moved down to Melbourne as an 18 year old, I was straight out of high school and I got put in an apartment with a bloke by the name of Cameron Smith. Um, I, I played a game against him for New South Wales 19s against Queensland 19s. That's my only uh, contact with him before that. And, uh, we had a great household there with um, with his wife, uh, now wife Barb. Um, then it all got ruined when Billy Slater moved in and um, mm. Barb and Cam moved out. <laughs> but uh, 
Look, to, to, to have, have Cameron, and to be quite honest, Cameron got a lot of success that, in that 2003 season. Um, he played you know, pretty much a whole year first grade and got to play um, Origin uh, that, that year as well. So as, as a bloke who you know, had a handful of first grade games under my belt, to be living with a guy like that, it, it spurs you on. It gives you a real thing. Hang on, if he can do it, and I'm living with him. I'm seeing what he's doing every day. There's no reason why I can't do that. So he certainly gave me that um, that impetus to not worry about my age and to to um, you know really strive for what I want. But you know, in terms from the field, I've never seen a bloke who has just maintained his calm no matter what has happened. Um, I was known to wear my heart on the sleeve a bit on the field, but to be able to see the way he just didn't waste his energy on things that that didn't matter. Um, just having that stabling influence in the in the side, and you know, never raised his voice or anything like that. It, just that, you know, made me calm, and I know it made everyone else calmer. What do you put that down to, Hoppy? Just uh, lastly, with the footy chat, as an inside for everyone listening, what do you put that down to in terms of like we watched a clip today of his first game, and you still seen that he had some definite talent and some skill. He played halfback in his debut, but as you got to have a real good insight into how he trains and how he went about his business early on, and he spoke about even, um, you know, he had a knowledge for the game, but how did he go about his business? Like, how did he go from Cameron Smith, the player, WN halfback, to the greatest nine we'll ever see? Look, in, in the end, Shandor, mate, I, I think he's just a pure footballer. Yeah. Like, it, it, the way you describe him, and I don't describe Cameron Smith as an athlete because you've seen him with a shirt off, and he, de- and he definitely <laughs> isn't an athlete, but he's just a genuine footballer. He, he's, a, he's a bloke that was put on this earth to, to play rugby league. Um, for his vision and for his body, and you, you, can, you can see throughout his um, longevity in the game, mm. like his body is designed to play rugby league. His body was designed, I don't know, how or, or what, but like I'm, I'm not taking away for the hard work he's done. He's done, but th- this bloke is just a footballer in its purest form. Mm, yeah, I agree, mate. Uh, look, paint the picture. Take us back. I think you said you were 17. Uh, obviously, you hadn't had the broken nose. You hadn't seen the plastic surgeon yet. You didn't have <laughs> Tinder, but um, I'm sure you were keen to chase tail back in the day. We're looking for some dirt on Smithy. If you feel yes. like you want to nominate yourself for a couple of stories, give us something back in the house. I know Billy Slater was a big inclusion and had a big influence on uh, your social life, but anything on Smithy? Smithy, Smithy, Smithy. Well, Smithy, but Barb moved down quite early, so... But Barb and Cameron have been together since, uh, I think, about 10 years old or something crazy, but, uh, but they're... they're um, I, I, when Bill moved in... Barb and Bill didn't quite get on. They uh, they butted <laughs> heads with the best of them. They're, they're two very strong personalities, and Bill and Barb that they end up having screaming matches at each other. Like they really would. <laughs> and Smithy will be down with me on the couch. We'll be watching TV or playing PlayStation or whatever. And Barb and Bill are going at it. Next thing you know, Barb would stomp off, walk up the stairs, slam the door, and Smithy be sitting there. And I'm sort of looking at him out the corner of my eye. I'm thinking, is, is this bloke going to get up and go talk to her or find out what's going on? <laughs> And he just stayed face forward, facing the t- uh, facing the TV, facing the TV. Five minutes later, you hear this, Cameron, from upstairs. <laughs> and then you can hear him go into his voice. He goes, oh, Christ. And then get up and, and away he goes. So he was never in any rush to do anything, even back then. What were they fighting about there, Smithy? I mean, what were they fighting about there, Oh, uh, uh, Bill, Bill wouldn't – Bill – what would happen was, was Barb would ask Bill to do something and Bill doesn't like being told to do something that's, um, that's not his mum or his wife. So Bill would say no and then Barb would bite back and then we'd go back and forth. So it was, uh, it was, it was an entertaining house. Well, Hoffy, you've won a double pass to uh, Smithy's 400th, <laughs> mate, so congratulations. <laughs> 
Thank you very much. Take the kids, mate. Um, the kids, you reckon? Yeah, take the kids. <laughs> Overall, I mean, looking at the Storm being three games clear, uh, who do you perceive to be their, I guess, their biggest threat in the competition based on this? I mean, they've opened up a six-point gap and, and clearly they're setting a, a pace that's going to be hard to run down. Yeah, look, um, you know, the, the fellas have put themselves in a good situation. Yeah, sure, we've, we've had a bit of luck. You know, we, we've scraped through a few games and a couple of teams have dropped games below us. But, uh, look, the, the Roosters are going to be there at the end of the year. I think we all know that. They're, they're going through a bit, of a bit of a lull at the moment, but we, we all know that they're going to get themselves back. You know, the, the team that really worries me is the Canberra Raiders because I reckon if they get, if they get a bit of a, a belief and get a bit of a role, they're, they're a team that can be hard to stop. When they get their good players in form, um, they're 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 a bit unconventional, which uh, which I think can can trouble like a few teams. They sort of remind me of what Cronulla was a couple of years ago when they really, before they became the force they are today, they're really unconventional style of football that can that can disrupt teams. Uh, Ryan, thank you very much for uh, for jumping on and finding us something. That's probably the closest we've got to uh, any level of dirt that. Maybe you'd rather play the PlayStation than uh, than put out the the fire on the home front. So we'll take that. But uh, thanks for your, your time and, and sharing uh, thanks, some Ryan. stories on a really big week. On you, Ryan. Good on you, boys. Well done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ryan Hoffman. There we got Donna in Dandenong who wants to have a chat about Cam Smith. Uh, Donna, thanks for uh, calling in. No, thank you for taking the call. <laughs> I've got to say it's. Uh, <laughs> It's a really emotional time for me with my little scam cam playing his 400th game. It, you know, guys, it, it feels just like yesterday when my former love crumpet, Storm football manager and Instagram influencer, Frank Penisey, <laughs> asked me to take in a young man from Logan City as a border. I won't kid you guys. I mean, I wasn't keen at first. You know, most Friday nights I was bringing home various partners from Dendrong, Aracel, to make love to him. <laughs> and having a young playmaker listening all the grunts and groans through the paper-thin wall wasn't ideal, but we made it work. And whenever I see little Cam scam these days, and regardless of how much he's done in the game, he always comes up and gives me a big kiss. Mm. He says, thank you, Donna. And I said, which is nice. Have you, had a big nice. In- have you had a big influence on Cam's career, Donna? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, Showing him a few of the ropes. Uh, always making sure that he's up for the contest. You're honest, like guys. You know, at the end of the day, you can have one good game, but string a few in a row is difficult. I just uh, want to teach him about consistency. Always been up for that contest. You know, all the stuff Billy A talks about. Mm. I'll tell you something, guys, <laughs> that no one knows about old little scam cam. Huh? I know he looks quite hairy, but believe me, from the chest to the toes, to Shade. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, beg to differ, boy. Donna. I beg to differ. <laughs> Wandering into uh, into dangerous territory with us, Donna. We did. Go away, Donna. Uh, Thank you very much. Thank you, Donna. Uh, don't don't think you'll need the double pass, but anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we might get a breakaway and uh, T-Bones and, and maybe... Uh, which I'm told is something along the lines of what Idiot of the Week, but we'll get a description later for that. But maybe a, a couple of our recent conversations might fall somewhere down that path. Uh, mm. We'll wrap things up on the other side. We are the storm from Melbourne Town. We'll blow the others off the ground. We are the storm and we're number one. On SEN, this is the Melbourne Storm Hour. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. Welcome back to the Storm Hour. Text before we get to our T-Bone of the week. Cam Smith, a pure and true rugby league player. Great description. 
Love it when players like Cam come along in any sport. Those 400 game boys in the AFL are perfect examples. Cam Smith is a really nice guy. Uh, say good day at Yarra Glen Races one day. Uh, like the bloke next door. That's Jezza in Wangaratta. So, again, we just can't find any dirt. It's all further stories about him being a great bloke. So... Jezza uh, in Wangaratta. That is such a good name. Say good day at the... Is it mate? Jezza with a G, too. Oh, wow. Gezza? Gezza. Gezza. Well, yeah, I, I imagine it's Jezza. Probably Gerald or something like that. Gerald. Gerard, Gerald. Wow. Gerald. Well, Gezza. that is the most Australian... You know what? Gezza? Have we got any more double passes? That's what I want to know. Well, you can have one Gezza, Gezza or Gezza. There you go. His name's Gerald. Gerald. I reckon he deserves one. Yeah. But text back, Gezza. If it's anything other than Gerald, you're not getting a double pass. <laughs> <laughs> there you uh, go. So uh, you can call in one three hundred seven three six seven three six and collect that double pass. Uh, coming down from Wangaratta, perhaps, for the uh, the weekend. Now, can you explain T-Bones for me? Yes, sir, we can. Uh, now, T-Bone of the Week, it refers to our good friend Cameron Munster, mm-hmm. a uh, superstar at the Melbourne Storm. Now, he used to live with a few of the boys uh, in a house, and they used to go by the name Porterhouse. Now, they thought, <laughs> why not go and commemorate this great team with a tattoo? So they went out and got a tattoo, and unfortunately, Cameron got a tattoo of a <laughs> T-bone steak. <laughs> Therefore, he's an idiot. So we've decided to call this little segment T-bone of the week, so highlighting he, he, idiots. He missed the, the cue, obviously, yeah, the, the gigantic the T-bone. Just made a yeah. classic Cameron Munster error. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's and that's, that's where we've begun. So, Cooper, mate, why don't you kick us off? You know what, Shandor? Thank you very much for that. <laughs> now, my first one is actually going to come at you because oh, I can't. Wow. You know why? Because they come in with zero T bones today. This, so, is a, this is a first. I've just been watching you. That'd be good. Now, for the listeners at home or on your, you know, sipping a nice Sauvignon Blanc on the couch, Shandor, every single time Shandor's hands go in the air, he's got a huge puddle of sweat under both armpits. <laughs> what he's doing, it is cold, it's average, and inside it's average temperature. What is going on with the puddles under there, mate? You don't see it. You're doing the backstroke. Yeah, look, it's something I've always struggled with. Uh, let me let, let you into a little scientific fact. Um, I've looked into this uh, as an athlete with a high sweat content, and they say that people with high uh, lean muscle mass tend oh, to sweat more. Go. So just a little bit of science there for you, Cooper. Rafael Nadal is a prolific sweater. Yep, and he's a good-looking yeah. bloke. That's, well, that's all I have to I say. I can tell you right now, Rafael Nadal's skin folds are 100+. plus. He is sloppy. Checkmate. I'm Whatever, talking to Dull in his prime, third French Open. You don't even know about the French Open. <laughs> he would have been 12 when he won his third yeah, French Open. Yeah, that's right. You just don't know. Mate, I've been to France. Have you been to France? Mate. Have you been to France? <laughs> yeah, I have actually. <laughs> oh, all right then. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my T-bone. So my first T-bone actually goes to uh, the our intern on the show, a guest of ours each week, Sam Hargraves. So we've mentioned him at the start of the show, gave him a little bit of segue, acknowledgement, probably too much. Yeah. Um, and he's texted me and gone, it's Mr. Hargraves to you. I'm the star of the show. Sam that's a rookie error yeah. from you, champion. No, you're not, Sam. Honestly, <laughs> no, you're, not. you're third man in on this show, mate. Exactly. We've been carrying you for that. Right, now you've got a gig on the morning show. We've, Clearly yeah. it's because of us. We have brought you from tears to glory, Sam, honestly. That's right. And just a little bit of respect, so you're a T-bone. Yeah. There you go. You got one for us, Dazzle? Uh, and I'll, I'll endorse that one. Who's left us carrying the can, old Sam. He's probably going to go to bed early and well, enjoy a nice night. My so. next one's actually you. All right. <laughs> because, we look, we haven't acknowledged this the whole time, all right? But seriously, you've done this whole show for 50 minutes without a shirt on. What is doing? Why have you not got a shirt on? I didn't want to say anything. That, yeah. It is a bit it's weird. It's hot. It's the, uh, it's the sweating 
factor. I mean, I, I saw uh, Shandor come in here with the uh, the sweat under the arms and thought, you know, he's a bit, he's a bit warm. You're a Melbourne so, boy. You're not yeah. exactly rocking the olive skin that I may have. So it's a, it's a weird <laughs> choice, the uh, the shirt on. No, that's and, right. I, uh, I boom and I turn the light on. So. <laughs> and honestly, you've got... You've got the hair formation that you've got in your body. You've shaved it into an arrow pointing down. I don't know what that means, but why have you done that? Classic, uh, classic, does. It's a very good thing that radio is not a visual, uh, a visual medium. But uh, it'll be, uh, it'll be a little bit less X-rated, I think, after our, uh, after our next segment. But, yeah. Uh, and my last T-bone goes to uh, the great Kevin Walters' son, as referred to on this show. Uh, great debut, end of the game, uh, the inner sanctum. We like to have a couple of beers to. Uh, basically commemorate anything that's gone on, whether that's your first, uh, your debut game, or maybe you've played a certain amount of games, or maybe you've just uh, reached some sort of milestone. And um, young Billy, not a big fan of beer uh, or sauce on his food or any dressing of that matter, but he's decided that he's going to have a skull with his right hand, which is a massive no. (laughs) And then he's decided that he can only cop two sips and he's poured it all down himself. He thought nobody saw it. I saw it. Cooper John saw it. The whole of Australia saw it. It's a disgrace. <laughs> You're a T-bone. Honestly, your father would be so disappointed in you. So Kevin would be able to drink a beer. Yeah, and he'd drink three. Well, yeah. he's there on Saturday, I'm pretty sure, Kevin, isn't he? So he yeah. put, That's he right. put we'll that into him. action. We'll make him. We will make Kevin Skull. And uh, Gezza has come back. Hey. And it is Jezza. It's Jared. Jared, not that's Gerald, not bad. But Jared. And he well, would take the tickets, but he's holidaying in the NT. So oh, they're no right. good to him. You're but too good for the show now, eh? Is he listening in from Northern Territory? Is that yeah, what he said? He'd be listening in on the app. Jeez, we've got a No worries, got Jared. Maybe you'll be base. there for Cam's 500. That's yeah. as far and wide. A disappointed uh, Gezer or Jezza. Uh, that's it for us, boys. Thank you. We'll uh, catch you again next week. Thank good you, good luck for uh, Cam's 400. I'm, I'm sure everyone will do the right thing and, and get the result against the Sharks. Let's hope so, boys. Cheers, mate.